0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 998 Six Home Decluttering and Organizing Tips for Busy Parents by Rose Lounsberry of roselounsbury.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for coming back again to listen to some parenting content here on ORD. I am your host, Greg Audino, and I am so happy you're here today as we look at a post from Rose Lounsberry on how we can declutter our homes. Not only is this important for us spatially and emotionally, but we're often lost on just how to start this process. Rose has you covered today with a lot of different ideas, more than just six, despite the title. So let's jump in and uh, hear what she's got for us, and do be sure to stick around after the reading for another update from Vibely and one of your fellow listeners' random acts of kindness that she's turned into a whole routine. But again, first we will begin with the post from Rose right now and optimize your life. Six Home Decluttering and Organizing Tips for Busy Parents by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Tip number one Being organized is a trap. I know you've read all the blog posts and seen all the Pinterest images with drool worthy, organized homes, and you're wondering why yours doesn't look like that, right? Well, here's the secret there is a huge difference between simplicity and organization. I used to try to be organized too, and that resulted in a lot of stress and anxiety as I tried to organize my way out of the chaos. When I learned to minimize first, the organization naturally happened. Organizing is taking control. Simplicity is letting go. If you want to live in a clutter-free, peaceful home, practice the latter, and the former will naturally happen. Tip number two. Follow these two rules to get started. When it comes to getting started, I have two general rules. Rule number one, start with your own stuff. Start with the areas over which you have jurisdiction, like your personal care products or your clothing. Be the change you wish to see in your household, and those lovely people you live with will get on board. And rule number two, start somewhere easy. Start where the emotional connection to your items is low. Quite often, we bite off more than we can emotionally chew, by trying to declutter difficult things, photographs, memorabilia, and gifts. These are not good places to begin. Start where you don't feel emotionally connected. Your towels, for instance. As a matter of fact, I have a TEDx talk all about decluttering towels. Tip number three, keep your stuff organized by practicing these four habits. Once you've got your home organized, how do you keep the disorder and chaos from coming back? Here are four habits that will help. Develop a daily reset routine. Once a day, practice a 10 to 15-minute tidy-up routine where you hit reset and get your house back in order. Decide what you're willing to enforce. It would be lovely if your kids kept their floors clean, dresser tops decluttered, and clothes neatly folded at all times, but they probably won't. Pick which neatness standards you're willing to enforce and let the rest go. For example, in my house, I don't care about my kids' flat surfaces or the chaos in their drawers. I care about the floor being clear. That is all I enforce. One in, one out. The one in, one out rule is an oldie but a goodie. This rule basically states that when you bring in something new, something old goes out. Start practicing this and you'll maintain those organized spaces. Shop your inventory. Shop your personal inventory before heading to the store. Do your kids already have clothes in the next size? Are there already AAA batteries in the cupboard? You won't be perfect at this, and that's okay. I'm not either. But if you attempt to shop your inventory before heading to the store, you'll save yourself from buying duplicates of what you already own. Tip number four, declutter your kitchen like a pro. When I started my business six years ago, I quickly learned that kitchens are one of the most overwhelming spaces to organize, because they serve so many purposes thus the best way to organize a kitchen is to divide it into three categories stuff you cook slash eat with such as dishes silverware etc stuff you eat what's in your pantry and fridge everything else the junk drawers charging cords etc work on decluttering just one of these areas at a time and you'll save yourself so much stress tip number 5 declutter your entryway For busy families, entryways pose a particular problem, so here are three specific tips to help you get this space under control. Set reasonable limits. Decide how many bags, coats, and shoes everyone is allowed to keep here. The rest go in the bedrooms. Add hooks. I retrofit my small coat closet with two strategic rows of hooks to effectively double the size. This is an easy fix. Simple shoe storage. Buy simple open slatted shoe racks to corral family shoes by the door. Tip number six, how to organize your pantry. Pantries can be very difficult to keep organized. So here are my best tips for this space. Divide your pantry into two categories. The two categories I recommend in your pantry are one, open slash currently eating and two, on deck slash inventory. This will help everyone know what's open and make it easy to shop that inventory before heading to the store. Limit the diversity of food items. You don't need 10 kinds of cereal and 15 types of pretzels. Pick your family's favorites and only buy those. This will help you avoid the dreaded five boxes of stale crackers syndrome I've seen in so many homes. Buy containers only if they would help you. There is a whole industry built on clear plastic, and while I don't recommend buying organizing containers for the heck of it, If you would benefit from some pantry containment, do it. But a word of caution, measure first. Be very specific and intentional about what you buy and why. And in general, follow this rule. Loose foods such as flour, rice, and dry beans go in canisters. Packaged foods such as granola bars and snack size items go in baskets. I hope you found this blog post helpful. Now, go back to being a superwoman. You just listened to the post titled, Six Home Decluttering and Organizing Tips for Busy Parents by Rose Lounsberry of roselounsbury.com. Not much left to say after this one. Rose has really covered all the bases, which goes to show just how great she is in her work as a simplicity coach, as well as how great she is as a mother. She does a really good job here of helping parents to identify what's necessary, what isn't, and how to work from there. I did do an episode recently on Optimal Living Advice, uh, number 245, about how to get into the right groove for decluttering and make it feel like it isn't work, uh, for those who might want to hear more about starting this process mentally. But aside from that, I'm going to keep my commentary to a minimum today and get right to our Vibly feature. So for those who have not heard about it yet, Vibly is our online group, which provides listeners like yourself a chance to optimize the lives of others, so to speak by sharing pieces of your own advice and personal experiences in response to prompts that we'd provide ourselves on the platform. I highly recommend you guys join via the link in this episode's description if you haven't already, because it really is a good place to get to know one another and get to know us hosts. And for those of you guys who like group chats like I do, uh, we even have group chats in there about self-development, health, finance, and a miscellaneous one too, for whatever you'd like to talk about. But for today's feature, we will look at one of our most recent prompts, which is about random acts of kindness. We want to know about the best or your favorite random act of kindness that you've done for others or the world around you. And listener Julia Pasleb from the Philippines has a really impactful way that she likes to give back. She says, Here in the Philippines, poverty is very widespread. There are a lot of street children begging for money just to have some to bring back home. Ever since I got my own car, I would fill a basket with snacks and instant noodles or canned goods, so when a child knocks on my window, I can give them food. Since then, I've made it a point for my family to do the same. Greg here again, highly appreciative of Julia for contributing to her community like this, and especially for having started the tradition at the same time that she got a car and would have that much more opportunity to do things that would serve just her. But instead, she saw it as an opportunity to better the lives of others as well as herself not to mention getting her family to do the same. Really inspiring and very grateful to have her as a supporter of the show. But that is it for now, folks. Thanks so much for being here, like always, and do come back for more parenting content tomorrow on the Friday episode, one episode shy of 1,000. That's where your optimal life awaits.